Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master of D&D Raw. And before we begin, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy D&D Raw, we would love it if you would support us on Patreon to hear new exclusive content and updates before anyone else. By contributing as little as $1 per month, patrons enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. Our higher level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, the chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode, and even to join our monthly patron game. We wanted to thank all of our Adventure Tier and Above patrons for their support this month. So thank you Jeremy Kleinhans, Grimfuse, a Linux fan, Feral Joe, and Dark Queasy, and a very special thanks to our producer tier patron, Gnome, for serving as a producer on this episode. To find out more about how you can join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. If you're not able to support dndraw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week, we will have Serviceable Plots, Episode 16. And now, Rumble Squad, Episode 15, Sticky Fingers Get Cut Off. With me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hi, I'm Jane, and I will be playing Nissa Turin, the Gnome Arcane Trickster Rogue. I'm Nick, and I will be playing Luvin Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Elaine Fox, the Human Barbarian Druid. Last time, the party finally left the ruins of Neverhelm, where they encountered the Lady of Spirits, who reprimanded them for leaving a hunting trap on her lands. After apologizing, they were escorted off her lands by a strange Shadarkai woman. After that encounter, the party made their way back to Asenthias while speaking with Avelios and Vashti as they learned a bit more about the Guardians of the Rigorum and the figure known only as the Champion. Once they returned to Asenthias, they sent a letter to the Nephany before finally getting a chance to rest and wait for the response. So, the next morning, you all find yourselves at a breakfast table at the Big Child Inn. You had Grendo come up and serve all of you some delicious buns and pastries and some uh, some light mead for those who want it. Evelios is there with you, who looks tired, but overall is like, seems to be in better spirits, though he's still kind of like looking around a little bit twitchy and still a little paranoid. Aye, well, that was quite the trip. At least it's over for now. Is anyone else having nightmares? A little. Can't really get some of those images from yesterday out of my head. Which ones? Like, all of them? Just I, I woke up like three times last night, and I haven't had nightmares since I was a kid. After uh, Anyway, uh, I, I remember that overwhelming feeling when all the auras were around me from the Detect Magic. I had images of you all being like thrown into the chest cavity of that, that golem thing. I, yeah, tell me about it. I'm just really stinking sore. My ribs are killing me. All of them. All I know is that I'm glad that my connection to my god is restored again. That place was unnatural. Yeah, it was oppressive. I'm not even really in connection with, like, Vumera, but it was unsettling even for me. Yeah, that place is really weird. The magic's heavy there. It's old, so I think that's kind of why. Sorry, you don't mind that I jump in, do you? (laughs) You're going to anyways. I mean, I'm kind of stuck here with... He kind of looks a little <laughs> bit nervously at you, Elaine. With you, at least until this is over, you said. 
Yep. I mean, the floor is not that bad of a spot to sleep on. Look, it's just until they have an extra room available again. And then with double beds. I mean, unless you want to be the little spoon. No, I'm good. Hey, I mean, I've got some alchemy supplies in our cart. Maybe you could show me a few things. Oh, that would be so good. I haven't actually practiced in uh, a couple days. I know the feeling when you can't practice your craft for days on end. It's very unsettling. It's like yeah. the shakes. Oh, gosh. And you kind of see he's like his hand is shaking slightly. He's like, oh, I really want to just craft something, but it's been so long. Look, Avelios, I don't yes. mind who you stay with as long as you're with one of us, because I think- I choose him. Any points at Luvin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a little woo gesture. I'm going to lean in just a little bit closer to him and be like, you know that if you go out looking for herbs, I'm coming with you. I, well, I guess you won't have all of the herbs here. We could always ask Celisar and see if she's got any herbs that we could use. Though usually I actually go out and get the herbs for her. But yes, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I was actually hoping you, you both could go out foraging with me. I'm fresh out of herbs. Completely. Somebody say foraging? Foraging. With an A. Oh. We can do that too. Not interested then. No, besides, you have to stay here and make me some, some bone armor. Uh, that will take some time. I can't use me normal methods. Sorry. Nissa, what are you planning on doing while we go out foraging? I've actually got a little bit of tinkering I want to do myself and a couple of errands to run. Maybe scout around this place a little bit more. Not leaving town, though, right? No. Good. Although, Nissa, you do seem to have the knack for procuring things. If you find some extra metal, might be able to use it as uh, material for our crafts. I will see what I can do. I will look between the two of them. And just say, sticky fingers can get cut off. I am completely oblivious to how you procure the things. I just know that you are in charge of the procurement department. Huge smile, Adelaine. Just hugest of smiles. I actually hand you uh, a napkin thinking you're talking about syrup from breakfast or something. Well, this, uh, I, I, I do some tinkering every now and again, too. So uh, l- let me know if you want to team up on something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Thank you. Sure. How many people are in the inn right now? Just a few. Um, it's It's spread out a bit. Okay, I'm just going to kind of lower my voice so it's just barely a whisper and just, Auric, you'll keep that item close on your person and probably not use it for a little bit. I, we need some recuperation time before we're ready to try it again. Although I would like to study it a bit more. Probably even have Luvin take a closer look at it. See if we can use it without needing to transform into a Vantir. Well, perhaps in a couple days, maybe we should go just outside the city. And try it. Very well. Yeah, let me know when I should take a look. Is someone else going to try it this time, or do I have to do it again? I, well, that's what we'll be trying to figure out, whether it's required to look like a vanter to use it, or if anyone can. From my attempts at using it, it kind of seemed like it was resisting me. But worst case, one of us could just borrow the hat. I think for today, we should just take it easy, maybe stay around town for the day. And tomorrow, herbs? I'd be okay with that. Yes. I, I have some crafting work I'd like to do myself. Salazar and I wanted to broker a deal for some of those bags of holding she had. I might have some ideas for that. Let me know when you're ready to do that. Bye. Okay. You guys finish up your breakfast and go about the rest of the day and basically wait to hear news back on what your next plan of action is after having sent the message out to the Nephany. So what do you want to do over the next over this downtime? First things first, probably go and start sending a letter and then probably go do a little bit of tinkering. Although probably 
while I'm out sorting the letter, I'm gonna. I want to keep my eyes open because I want to start gathering useful things that I can keep to start making like disguise kits. I want to start collecting things together, and I will also keep an eye out for metal for Auric as I'm out and about doing that, and then I will go tinker. So we'll start with, in general, the letter you would be going to. Hoot! Kind of looks at you and is like, Yes, I can get that done. What do you have? What would you like? I will pull out a necklace and place it in front of him. Eyes go wide in his already wide-eyed head. Will that suffice? Yep. Takes it. Takes the letter. And just like, how how quickly would you like it out? As soon as possible, please. Okay. You see him take the note and he transcribes it onto another piece of paper. Okay. Hands you back your original one, folds up the other one, and sends it out the window. That's it. Flutters away. So your letter sent out, and then you are going to do some tinkering. I know you wanted to do some general music boxes. Yes. And then you were looking for tools for a disguise kit and for metal. Yeah, just a scanning as I'm out and about. Okay. Go ahead and roll me either three investigation or three perception checks. I did three investigation checks. 18, 10, and 22. All right, so, you know for a disguise kit, as you're moving around, you have stopped by different shops that definitely sell makeup, hair dyes, just general cosmetic stuff, and uh, yeah, that could definitely be useful. Also, walking around, you see some people with, like, some interesting clothes, a couple of clothiers around. As you're walking around, this stuff could definitely be useful. One shop in particular, Clothes-Minded, run by a, a forest gnome merchant. He's got a bunch of different stuff there, but... Pretty sure you could uh, use some of this stuff. Go ahead and roll three sleight of hand checks. Unless you are intending to barter. <laughs> no. Okay. 14, 11, and 23. So, overall, you're able to get the majority of the items that you would need for a full disguise kit. You're missing a couple of props to kind of like change some of the person's physical features, like making them more broad-shouldered or trying to make them round, like actually change big descriptors on them. But you do have some hair dye. You're able to get some articles of clothing and you definitely have like some, some makeup that you could use. So you've got three out of the four major items for a disguise kit. So you could use a disguise kit. Yay. Excellent. You could always attempt again if you wanted to get some additional props, but that's what we found there. Okay. As well, on your investigation, looking for metal. There's not tons of metal here. One of the places that definitely has the most metal is the actual blacksmith <laughs> shop, the Dazzling Knife. But you do notice there's people who have weapons that are made of metal and jewelry that is made of metal. I may go for a few items of jewelry. Okay. Go ahead and roll three additional sleight of hand checks. 13, 10, and 10. Oof. Okay, not your best work. Nope. But you are able to get a couple of rings. Okay. Two rings. Two rings. You know, it's like people are looking around a little bit more because you kind of hear occasionally in your investigations like, yeah, people are losing jewelry. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. It's been in the past few days, but eh, they just probably misplaced it. But you know, people like are definitely focused more on their jewelry. So you were able to snag a couple of rings that you see people put down, but beyond that. So then your final thing you wanted to do was the tinkering, correct? Yes. Yep. So, you do recall you have to spend the equivalent of, like, 10 gold worth of material <laughs> yep. to construct any of these tiny devices. How many are you looking to do? Because you could also add an additional set of sleight of hand rolls if you want to try and acquire the materials. Ooh. I was looking, like, to just do a music box, but... Because now you want to do, like, one music box and maybe a couple others, but... 
they're expansive. But they're expansive. If I can sleight of hand some of the ingredients, I will make more. Okay. Three sleight of hand checks. 17, 12, and 24. Okay. You have enough that you can craft two items. I will craft those two items then. So you're making two music boxes? Yes. Okay. Roll me a three tinkers tools check, intelligence, and proficiency. Okay. Would you notify Leuven that you're tinkering? Because he would offer to help if you wanted it. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do this a little bit. Have you rolled all three checks? Yeah. Roll me two more additional, but keep that number separate right now. So what were your first three rolls? 15, 20, and 20. And then the last two. Seven and 18. Okay. You are 100% successful. They are done beautifully, incredibly well crafted, and you actually still have a little bit of material left over. Excellent. So you have about half the material for another one if you wanted to make another one. And uh, yeah, you're completely successful in the items you wanted to craft. Sweet. Thank you. Well done. Since Leuven is helping you, what would you guys be thinking and talking about? Probably uh, mostly quiet while I'm working, but occasionally like, maybe like, oh, could you just hand me? Oh, never mind. I'll get that. And like, see here just, and I'll just like point out like what I'm, what I'm doing, what I'm attempting to do and how it kind of fits together and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A, a pen right here, probably to, to keep it stable while you're inserting that. Yeah. I kind of start going into some of the other nightmares that I've been having. Like, yeah, and, and I had this one where when, when I threw that potion to help you after our first fight, it, it went wrong, and I woke up from that almost immediately. Yeah, th- there was also... I guess I've never really killed someone before, so kind of some of the acid stuff I've, I've done to some of the orcs... It, yeah, I, that that's gonna take some getting used to. Like, I, you know, I've, I've done missions before, but we never actually. We, we always just knock someone out or negotiated. So this this is new, but you know, this is what adventurers do, right? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I never really killed anybody before, but in these situations, those are them, right? Yeah, that's a way of looking at it. Yeah. I mean, you've got to do what you've got to do to survive, right? That's true. I've, maybe I've had it easy. I've never had to do something like that before, but this is probably a sign of what's to come. Not sure how I feel about that. It's been rough. You said you were having nightmares too? Lot of images in my head from yesterday. Can't really shape them. Yeah, I've got a lot too. I mean, I I interacted with that item a little differently than you, but just the amount of power it holds, it's, it it gives me the sense that I bet it's going to recuperate all of its power, right? Because you said it was fading, but... Yeah. I think it'll be back. Like it needed time to rest, like we do, like right now. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I know there are some magic items that work that way. Actually, I pull out a uh, wand that I have. I made this, and I think this works kind of like that. This is just for fun. There's nothing harmful about it. I use it. It's my wand of smiles on Nyssa. Nyssa, you can choose to make a save if you wish. (laughs) Yes, please. It's a charisma save? Oh, no. Yes, I believe it's a charisma save DC 10. 11. (laughs) You feel the muscles at the edges of your lips start to try and twitch up, but beyond that... Your scowl holds firm. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Yeah, it'll, it'll regain that charge tomorrow. You just hear from your pocket. Aww. I reach out my finger to pet Oscar on, on the head a little bit. Roll animal handling. Three. So he just retreats back into Nissa's pocket as soon as you reach out. <laughs> Aw, someday. Someday. Yeah, my dad's horse has never really liked me either. Eh, we all have our strengths. Okay. 
So, I believe that was all you wanted to do, Nissa. Mm-hmm. Cool. Overall, it's a pretty relaxing time. It doesn't take you a long time to get these things. Sweet. Next up, Auric. Hey. You had several things you wanted to do. You wanted to make the bone armor for Elaine. I believe you want to find out more about the champion, if you could. Yes. You want to make stuff to trade for with Celazar. Um, any info you can get on the Soul Forged, and then give guidance to Adriel. Yep. All right. So, what would you like to focus on first? I guess since it was requested, try and focus on doing the uh, studded leather armor. Elaine, I've had a revelation about how to craft your studded leather bone armor. So I realized that I can do it my normal way. I just leave one stud metal and then afterwards replace it with a bone stud. But in order to do that, I need an appropriate amount of materials. And I'm trying to get the equivalent exchange just right. Would you happen to have anything worth about five silver in uh, that is metal? So I'll pull him aside sort of and I will show that I have two hand axes and four javelins. Aye, the javelin. That'll do. Okay, and I'll just push it over to him. So, thank you for not going into a long-winded explanation on that. And I'll give you, like, a nice little, like, thumbs up. I can't wait to see it. Aye. It'll truly be an interesting piece. I've never done any work quite like this. It'll definitely be a test of my skills. I'm sure Yadumin will help you. Hmm. I do appreciate it. I just don't understand the Yadumin business. You know. It's all right. I'll make a convert out of you yet. You can emblazon Yadumin's symbol all over the chess piece thing. Any piece developed by the Holy Forge Company always has to have its emblem on it. Or else, how do you know where it came from? Word of mouth? Aye, but it's a, it's a bit of a proof mark for the creator. Do what you gotta do. As long as it's gonna protect me and my ribs, because they're still feeling it. Aye, not much is better than that of the Holy Forge Company's quality. I think I should have it finished by the end of the day. So I will need still just to replace the bone, a Smith's tools check. 21. It takes you an hour to focus on the actual conversion of it. And then maybe another couple hours just to be extra careful and make sure it's done right for removing the metal without damaging any of the rest of the armor and replacing the bone. By the time you're putting the stud in and getting that all patched up back to normal, you know where the patchwork is. You're pretty sure no one else could. Ah, you always pad your times a little bit. That way you look like a miracle worker. With no issue, towards the end of the day, you have bone armor. So, what is the next thing you wanted to work on, Ori? Let's see, I guess I would try and create the craft goods for Salazar's to see if I can trade for some bags of holding. That way I'll have some better storage of components so I don't have to leave everything in the cart. Okay. What sort of things are you making? I know you said a collapsible table. Okay. Because I think she expressed an interest in that and then can make an expandable table. How are you doing this? Because you are not a tinker. I will see if I can enlist the help of our resident tinkerers. So... As Nissa and Leuven are both working, occasionally being under the bench in order to snag a, a loose part here and there. Maybe. So I've been having this idea in my head floating about building on the success of the collapsible table, which seemed to be quite the hit in this town. I had the idea where we've gone smaller. Let's go bigger. We can make an expandable table. One where you have a clanking mechanism, perhaps, and it'll extend out leaves. 
so that if you're a vendor on the street, you take your expandable table and you have extra storefront space. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. If I may expand upon that idea. I have these schematics here for collapsible chairs. See, if, if they, they fold up so that they take up only a little bit of vertical space, and then you can kind of vertically stack them against a wall, and they're out of the way when you don't need them. Ah. They could be nice with the set of your table. And I have one other idea, if I may. A bell for Salazar's shop that is imbued with an alarm spell and connected in a way to the front door so that, you know, when the front door rings, if Salazar's in the back, she hears a bell, and she can come out, say hi to whoever's come in. Hey, I like your initiative. That makes sense based on those runes we saw in the area. Ah, thanks, boss. All right, so you won't be able to use your channel divinity immediately for the expandable table, as you essentially need to make sure that, like, it would make sense mechanically. That makes sense. Just so you're aware. Now, I, I figure for something new like this, it would probably require a bit of manual tooling and whatnot until I can figure out the logistics of it. Yeah, you test first, and then go for the actual thing. This will take you at least a couple of days. Nissa, are you assisting with this as well? Yeah. Okay, so I would like two intelligence checks from Luvin and Nissa. 18, and that one. 24 and 22. There was a point, Luvin, as you're just, like, filling things in, you missed a detail on your initial design. As you two are figuring things out, Nissa fortunately caught it, which could have set you back by at least a day if not a couple as you guys are trying to come up with the mechanics necessary in order to create this expandable table for the better part of the first day you guys are just planning getting everything set using your channel divinity to kind of like help to start to create some of the parts and then you'll take a rest and then go out and collect some stuff the chairs with your two rolls and with oryx help you will be able to that will take another day of time to prep all that and get that ready but depending on how many times he wants to use his channel divinity in terms of parts, fortunately, you have enough that you've collected right now that you're fine. But um, if you go past one expandable table and one collapsible table, and I would say based off of your rolls, two chairs, you will have to actually go get more material or use more material. Because I was going to say the actual bell for Leuven's idea would That's pretty much be inconsequential. Bell. It's the arcane components necessary to input the magic into the bell. Gotcha. The chairs will be a day. Like, with everything else, that's not going to be an issue. If you want, we can jump into your arcane checks for the bell if you want, Luba. Yeah, if, if I get the sense that it's going to take the whole 10 day or and then some or something like that, like just undoable amount of time, then I'll stop. But Okay. Go ahead and roll three arcana checks. Nat 20, total of 26, 25, and 9. After two days, you are able to complete this simple bell that essentially if a person were to walk into the store or press it it would allow a bell to ring it's similar to the alarm spell that if they pass within a certain area which you're dealing with like the entrance way of the shop that could be the affected area once you have planted it so basically wherever it is from a radius around it anyone entering the shop from any area it would ring within the radius yes that's designated Okay, and would I get a sense of if it would be comparable to the bag of holding that Auric wants? By itself, probably not, because once planted, it is stuck, but could definitely help. So, you have your tables, two chairs, and your alarm bell for the shop. You are going to Selasar. Yep. Yes. You did notice, Luvin, like, for some reason, Selasar wasn't there one of the days, you know, since you've been getting some ingredients from her, hmm. but... 
She just explained that she was out collecting herbs since Avelios had been unable to do so for her so far. That makes sense. But about halfway through these 10 days, you guys are at Thistle Do Nicely. And Tony, I do bring one other thing to sweeten the deal. One of my best works, the Anvil painting. Like most of mine throughout our 10 day coming into Essentias were quick sketches. This one was one that I took several mornings on. So you guys are at Thistle Do Nicely. I'm assuming Leuven and Auric are going, or is anyone else going with us? What about Avelios? Would he be tagging along with them, or am I babysitting? Avelios probably has been jumping from person to person. Like, during the tinkering stuff, he probably wouldn't have been around so much. But during, uh, like, the crafting of the magical artifact, he probably would have been a little bit here and there, like, watching and studying as what you were doing and providing some pointers. Otherwise, he might be spending some time with you, Elaine. Okay. Yeah, I have no interest in going and doing whatever they're doing. Okay. You are at this will do nicely. All right, so I'll lead in the negotiations. Someone just back me up, okay? I'd like to think that our work will speak for itself, but I suppose you could do the sweet talking. You walk in, and behind the counter, you see the older furbog woman, that is Selazar. Selazar. Welcome back. It is good to see you again. Do you require more herbs for what you are attempting to craft? We would like to propose a trade, actually, with some things we've been crafting the past few days. And what is it you are looking to acquire? My buddy here would like a bag of holding. Yes, I recall when you first arrived, you expressed interest in one of my bags of holding. Hey, it seemed like a good place to store some crafting supplies. Indeed, it is quite useful. So, what is it that you have? I believe you offered a collapsible table before? Hey, that'd be one of the items. But we have come to sweeten that deal. So in addition to the Holy Forge Company trademarked collapsible table, we bring you its successor, the expandable table. And courtesy of Leuven here, we've also included some collapsible chairs. And I know that you um, expressed interest in magical items that could help around the shop too. So I have an alarm bell that within a certain radius will ring when someone enters the shop from any given area within said radius. It's a great way where, for instance, if you're in the back doing inventory and someone comes through the front door, you'll immediately be alerted to go and say hello. Or, I mean, I doubt this will happen again, but if someone tries to break in and you're around and you hear the bell, then that could help too. That seems like a good idea. However, of course, the person might simply run when they hear the bell. Is it audible or is it mental? It would be an audible ring. That's fine. I assume the normal 30-foot radius of the ring? Absolutely. And we chose a very pleasant bell tone, too. I give it a little ring. Fascinating. Can it be moved or is it simply planted? It's planted, so what I would recommend is right up there, it could be hung with perhaps some nice string, and it would definitely add some, uh, well, you already have so much ambiance here, but it, it adds some character, I think. Yes, that would be an interesting placement, and would cover the majority of the shop, except perhaps the counter and back room. I feel like that could work. And what are these chairs for? Why would I need chairs? The tables make sense. Well, you see, the chairs are for if you've set up shop outside, if you're in a marketplace, you can carry the chair with you, and it folds up to save on space. But why would I go to a marketplace? I have this'll do nicely, and this'll do quite nicely. You do see a slight smirk 
a few ideas for you. If it's a really nice day outside, we've had great weather lately, by the way, and you want to greet customers from the outside, you can set these up. And then when you don't want them in use, they stack very nice and compactly out of the way. You could also use them in the back if you would like to do inventory or if you want to sit down with the customer inside and, and talk about details of something a little more complex, that would work as well. Can you give me a demonstration of the chairs and these two tables that you speak of? We would be glad to. Of course. So you are offering the two chairs, the two tables, and the alarm spell bell in exchange for a bag of holding, yes? And for a limited time offer, I have also brought one of my best works, a painting of our mule, Anvil. I show it off all flashily. What a lovely creature. So now, I would like two straight charisma in terms of the presentation of, like, the tables and, and all that, and then... A persuasion check with advantage. Orc? 14 and 18. Leuven for a straight charisma. A 10 and an 11. Then the persuasion check from Leuven. 19. Okay. So you're presenting all of it. You have made your points. You're there for a while as you're presenting it and talking to her. She's going back and forth and studying it a little bit. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this will do nicely. <laughs> I like these tables. You could do quite well in this business well i prefer the arms and armory business but this place doesn't seem to do much with coin which is what i tend to deal in well the arms and armory tend to go to adriel she has been supplying those who wish she is quite gifted child right she's she's learning but yes and she goes behind the counter pulls out a pretty nice elegant looking bag comes over here you go in exchange for the six items, as promised. Pleasure doing business with you. Aye. And I do the two-finger tap to the forehead to say thank you. You stretch your hand up, tap her on the head, and she's, oh, of course. And she does the same lightly to you. Considering, like, she is very big, it's a very gentle tap on both of your foreheads. And during this whole conversation, she kind of went back and forth a bit. And at one point, she goes into her back room and comes out with a couple of cups of tea at the end of this and just here just celebrate some tea for all of you and she just has a little bit yes this is a good trade this will be quite useful and you see her like looking at the tables and looking around the shop like she's picturing exactly where she wants to put them is there anything else you need of me not at this time i'm going to go foraging for some herbs in the next few days i'll let you know if i find anything cool that would be very useful thank you so Oric, what is your next priority? Because that's probably going to take you most of the rest of the time. Next one or two. Yeah, that's right. I was going to spend 10 minutes and identify those bloodstones that I had. Okay. They are 50 gold apiece. Okay. So I will stuff those into the new bag of holding. All right. So I will try and find out more information about either the champion, the soul forge, like what the various components might be or see if I can find any clues in regards to them. Okay. How are you going about doing that? Well, I figured I'd probably try and hit up some of the, the more knowledgeable people around first, like probably Selzar. Okay. And then I'd probably ask Adriel, see if she knew anything. She talks about how amazing the armor looked. Yep, yep. Or if she knew anything about the Soul Forge or any of the various components that supposedly make it up. No, she apologizes, but she's not sure. 
Okay. And then she didn't know anything about the champion aside from the armor that he was wearing. I have heard rumors at times, but he's far to the west, so nothing to worry about, right? Well, he may not be so far to west anymore. The rumor has it that in a single punch, he destroyed an orc. There was nothing left of the head. It is rather impressive. I I don't know how true the rumor is, but that's what I've heard in some of the, the legends of this champion. So that's basically what you're able to get from Adriel on him and then the amazing plate that he has. Okay, did Selazar know anything about any of those items or any of those things? Well, I do know there is a guardian called Earth and Soul that lives to the south of here. Rumor has it that he lives near an elemental node of sorts, and that is where he may draw power from. Beyond that, I am uncertain. It seems like some of these things may be parts of elemental creatures or the essences of them. There are many powerful elemental creatures in existence. Now, how far south is this Earth and Soul? At least half a day, if not nearly a day's travel. All right, not terribly far. I've never traveled that far myself. I tend to stay close to Asantias, but I have traveled northward, as that is where most of my herbs I collect can be found. Well, thank you for your time. It is no problem. I am happy to help. You have provided me good items that are very useful. And you see, she's already set up like the tables and everything during this conversation. Excellent. I guess probably the inn slash bar would probably be another place to kind of ask around. Okay. Either roll me two investigation checks or two persuasion checks. That would be investigation. One is a five. The other one is a 17. Okay. Takes you the better part of a day, but you eventually come across a female dragonborn. Smooth head, kind of ridged blue scales. Pretty slight. And she seems to be like breathing kind of heavily most of the time. Yes, I have a bookstore in town. I could look up some of this information for you, if you wish. Hey, that would be most helpful if you could. Yes, and she takes out some parchment and starts to copy down. What is the exact wording of the things that you wish for me to look up? Yes, I want to see if you know any references to an item called the Soul Forge or something called the Heart of Flame or the Soul of the Earth. Slow slow it down. Soul of the Earth. Soul of the Earth. Yes. Yes. Then... The speed of the air. Okay, yes, speed of the air. Beauty of the sea. Ah, yes, yes. The sea is beautiful, yes. Yes, but I think this is a particular item or uh, thing. Not uh, not the literal sea. Oh, no. Well, I, if you just wanted to see the beauty of the sea, you could look out of Asentias. We have beautiful lake there. Glows at night. Have you been here long? A little bit. I've, I've seen it at some of the parties. Yes, it's very beautiful. But but beauty of the sea, yes. One other thing. Do you know where there may be any deposit of mithril around here? I can look to see if there has been reference to any. Aye, that would be good. And I don't know if you would have any re- reference to it, but there's a large fella named the Champion I hear about. I don't know if any books would have been... We're listening about it, though. Champion of what? 
That'd be a good question. As far as I know, he's just called the champion. Oh, everyone who is a champion is a champion of something. Otherwise, why are they the champion? Yes, I will look into this champion. Anything I should know about the champion? I believe he wears a set of legendary Duragard plate armor, and he yes. wields a large great sword that may be dedicated to an evil deity. A great sword, evil god. Okay. Anything else I should be aware of? It said he can punch the head off an orc. Oh, that is very strong. Okay. Yes, I will look into this champion of something. Please do let me know if you find anything. Of course. So, you do have probably a couple days left if you wanted to spend that time giving guidance to Adriel. Yeah, I'd want to do that. Okay. After the couple of days that you're working with her, she's definitely progressing. So, Elaine, what are you looking to do as your priority? I didn't really have much of things to do. It was more just keeping an eye on Avelios when nobody else was. Otherwise, helping Luvin get herbs. I did want to, while out looking for herbs, because I'm not specifically going to look for herbs with him. I'm more just going in case something comes up. Would you be commun- like going out and communing more with nature? Yeah, definitely any chance I get, I would be doing that, as well as looking for small, unique items for barter. Okay. And then, of course, going down to Root's place and checking out all his animals. So you're with Leuven. You guys are out collecting some herbs. You're also looking for shinies of a different sort. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me three nature and three survival checks. Nature checks first. Four, 14, and a five. Okay. Then the survival checks. 14, 17, 14. Okay. There's a couple of points like you notice a few wolves actually moving about, but you kind of see their path and you're able to circle around, avoiding any attacks there. While you guys are out, you do occasionally think you catch glimpses of a tiger moving about, but it's never like on a constant watch of you or anything like that. You guys are going through the woods, hunting about, avoiding the things. So the times that Leuven is not with me, I'll probably just ask him, so uh, what have you been doing, you know, in town or not in town? Mostly crafting. I've helped Nissa with a few music boxes. Uh, we also made a, a trade to Selazar. Uh, it was great. We had a collapsible table. We had an expandable table. We had two collapsible chairs. I made a bell alarm spell bell. I also traded in my anvil painting. So yeah, Oric now has a bag of holding like he wanted. And Nissa, you said made a couple of music boxes? She did. She was really resourceful at getting the materials. Yep. She's good like that. Yeah. I might have to ask her how she does it sometime. Yeah, she probably should. Who made the tables and chairs? You and Orc? Yeah, uh, Nissa, Nissa was helping us out too with it. Orc took the lead on the tables and chairs stuff. I took the lead on the bell. Couple near misses, but it all worked out in the end. By the way, nice shield. I've been meaning to say. Oh, well, this is actually the, the crest of my sword of my family. It's the merchant crest, so thanks. Oh, you come from a, a family of merchants. Yeah, we actually used to sail up and down rivers, and my father owned a boat, and I worked on it for a while, and then uh, took up some work out of one of the ports, and yeah, can't had that. That sounds like a real adventure. I'd love to try a boat out sometime. I really like them. I will say, though, that I'm also completely torn between I love being on boats, but I also love being on land. Like, I love nature. So it's really hard to balance both sometimes. I really like that we're above a lake, though. Oh, you're going to go swimming or? Probably. I mean, I don't see why not. Unless they say don't go swimming because of, you know, the gators or something. 
eh, you can handle it. But do I want to? True. We definitely don't want to cause any problems with the wildlife here. I, I look around for Vashti. You see some movement in some leaves, but then you lose all sight of it. So you are able to get a good amount of herbs thanks to the survival checks that were made. Takes you guys a little bit of time to identify them, but fortunately, Avelios and you have an understanding of that, whereas Elaine knows how to find and carefully extract the different herbs that you need. Do I find just the standard stuff, or do I find any rare, like, elemental? Or I would like you, Leuven, to roll two nature checks, two arcana checks, and two survival checks. 18 and 8 for nature. 19 and 8 for arcana. And then two survival checks. 18 and 6. Searching the area on the last day that you wind up going out looking for materials, you discover a single plant that you had read about. It's called the Zicade. You actually find it in like this little cave and you know that they tend to grow in like darker, drier places. Fairly small plant with tiny circular leaves and it usually like has a light silver color to it and a thick wooden stem. You had read that it has certain earthen elemental properties to it. You do find this pretty far south of Asenthios. You know that these can potentially be used in defensive potions or possibly thunderous effects. You find one plant, though. So I get the sense it would make one thing. You could do like some small experiments on it and then attempt something. Okay, cool. Now that I've found it once, hopefully I'll be able to find it easier in the future. Cool. Elaine, are you doing anything specific in terms of communing with nature? When Leuven is not talking my ear off, mm -hmm. I will be enjoying the quiet and like listening to the birds and animals and creatures. Leuven and Evelios, by the way, because you know he oh, gets right, to Evelios. ramble when he's a little bit nervous, which is most of the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> then maybe while they're focused on a task, I might step a little bit further away to get a little bit more peace and quiet. Okay. Roll me two just straight wisdom checks. One's a nat 20, the other's a 15 total. Okay. So you kind of focus, and there is like a weight off of your shoulders. You usually have that rage that you always feel deep inside you. It's still there, but there's a sense of balance and control that you feel anytime you actually get a chance to just be with the natural elements. And you hear the creatures kind of going about their lives, focusing on what their needs food mostly but just moving about and there is a definite sense of peace and there's kind of a soft voice that kind of comes through the wind at one point and you just hear do i sense a kindred spirit and this is when we're kind of further south yeah Vumera. i respect her but no i am bolder i hope to meet you soon if you wish that would be very nice you are free to walk into my lands. Call to me when you arrive. I would love to greet a fellow spirit of the woods. Thank you. There's this, like, calming, peaceful sense to the voice, too. Okay. Well, come to me when you wish. I will be here. Thank you. Okay. And then you were going to spend some time with Roots? Yes. To meet all the animals. Okay. So, as you return, he's like, ah. Yes, my friend, please. You saw last time the Deinonychus. Yes. I know you wanted to see its little cousin, yes? Oh, very much so. Come, come, come. And he leads you down 
all the way down to his pens and he leads you around and there's like this little kind of closed off area opens it up and you see him like kind of reach and say like, yes come come little one come and stepping forward as a tiny creature is a velociraptor yes here look and it hops onto his finger and you see the, again this kind of feathered bipedal creature so it kind of runs up and like hops onto his arm and he's like yes yes look very controlled very team and he holds it up and it like kind of runs up and down his arm a bit the velociraptor hunts best when together with its pack so for the sake of this yes you can shift into a velociraptor yes so over i'm assuming you're not going just one day you're gonna go a couple no, of days I'll go, anytime time. avelios isn't like tagging along with me and he's working with them i'll probably go to like see roots and his stuff i may one of the days like go down and go swimming if they're like yeah you can go swimming it's not like you know don't if you mention it, Roos goes, ah, well, I won't go into the water with you, but yes, come. I have an interesting creature to show you there, too. Yes, come on. Ooh. And he'll tell you, because you saw this earlier when you first arrived at the Cynthias, but there are these boats that hang above the water. So he'll go and he'll pull one of the boats all the way up and then get into it and have the two of you lower down to the water. And you start to paddle out. You must hold a moment. And he kind of reaches in and he gets like this small fish and he starts to look around Ah, and he tosses it. You wait a moment, and as you do, you see this large creature. It has a sailed back, and it's reptilian in nature. And it kind of, like, comes up out of the water and, like, snatches at the food. The Demetrodon. I train all sorts of animals. Perhaps you and your friend would like to ride some of the ones that I have elsewhere, yes? Oh, I would definitely love to ride it. I don't know if they would be as keen on it, but... Your little friend does not like riding animals? She looks like she would be very fierce in battle, like you, if you were to ride upon these creatures. She would be fierce. I'm not sure if it would be from her being so afraid or being so terrifying, but either way, there would be some fierceness, yes. Well, the one I use the most to carry many of our people, I train them from hatchlings. They are hadrosaurus. I will show you that one later, yes. Guys, I have so many friends now. Is there anything else you would like to do? The only thing I want to do is after I meet the Velociraptor, that night I want to go into Nissa's room and turn into oh. a Velociraptor and jump on her. So do you just walk into Nissa's room and then shift and leap? I will change before I can go into her room. Okay. Roll me just a dexterity. It's a great one. <laughs> Nissa, as you're kind of in your room and, and getting ready for bed and all that, you hear like on your door. Elaine, from your perspective, you shifted and then looked at the handle. <laughs> and now I'm just scratching like a little cat. <laughs> and you're leap, scratch, 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 and you're trying to like get the handle to help pull the door open. Is there a chair in my room, perchance? Yeah, sure. Can I go shove it under the door handle, please? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Can I run outside and go in through the window? Try to go in through the window? Roll a d20 for me. 16. So, by your window, Nissa, do you see this little feathered dinosaur? Go to bed, Elaine! <laughs> <laughs> the saddest little dinosaur slumps. Like, meh. <laughs> Fine, I open the window, I let her in. Just gonna run around, like, the room and, like, jump on the bed, like, his little tiny dinosaur, like, <laughs> Yeah, it's smaller than you, Nissa. Oh, something's finally smaller than me, yay. <laughs> I'm looking at it like, what am I supposed to do with you? <laughs> How's Oscar doing during all this? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. You hear. Just doing circles in your pocket. I'm like, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. It's all right. Calm down. It's okay. Can you please turn back now? Okay. <laughs> I turned back. Yeah. So some of Root's animals. Oh, nice. 
What'd you get to meet? A Velociraptor and a Demetrodon. What's one of those? It's got a cool fin thing on its back and it can swim and it can walk on the land and it eats stuff. And then also, I can't turn into it here, but a Hadrosaurus. That's a, a big one. It's a big baby. one. Uh, With okay. big smashy tail. Please don't turn into that and come into my room in the middle of the night. Please. No, no, no. But yeah, all the new animals. Nice. Yeah. By the way, Roots thinks you would be most fierce riding a Hadrosaurus into battle. So one of these days, we'll have to try out that theory. You can ride me into battle. Okay. <laughs> and that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please be sure to share with your friends, family, even your annoying in-laws. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at RulesAsWritten or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. Please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. And be sure to check us out next week.